0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stephanie Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio.
2: And uh, I guess we need to do a timestamp, don't I? It's uh, March 10th. And we missed, I guess, technically saying anything about International Women's Day. So happy belated International Women's Day to all the people. Yeah. Out there. Even um, history June. months, you know? All there's the, plenty of there's time. There's so many things. There's so many things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, even though we're a little bit behind, we're still trekking because. What we do is talk about women and talk about those who identify as women, non-binary people, all the folks who uh, identify as feminists. That's who we talk about. And today, I thought we would take the moment to talk about what is happening and all the different movements that is happening in South Korea. I believe I've mentioned uh, previously some of the things that have happened there, but I thought we'd do a little bit of a refresher First, uh, we wanted to give you some context. South Korea has been hit hard with anti-feminist attitudes across the country the last few years. And even though government officials have talked about change previously, uh, many of the things have been ignored or outright spoken against just recently.
0: Yes. Um, And also just to note, as with many of these, this is going to be some pronunciation difficulties, but we're going to try our best. Yes, Um,
2: pronunciation difficulties and some hard issues.
0: Content uh, warning. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. The current president, President Yoon suk Yeol, used a platform of anti-feminism to help him win in 2022— Um, He pushed an agenda accusing misandry and the use of gender equality policies as the downfall for the jobs market. According to the 2023 report that was made by the Human Rights Watch organization, quote, During his campaign for president, President Yoon made frequent appeals to anti-feminist male voters, blamed feminism for the decline in the birth rate, and pledged to abolish the Ministry of Gender Equality and Family, which he is currently trying to dismantle. Um, And yeah, for a country
2: that is at the bottom of the list of developed countries for the rights and safety of women, the latest shift in feminism isn't good news, as in fact, uh, The Economist has ranked South Korea as the worst, quote, working environment for women. Uh, the gender gap for the country has also helped keep the country at the bottom of this list with a gap of over 31%. Uh, many attribute the sexist ideas as the reason for continued discrimination, including that the women could get pregnant, uh, and oftentimes due to their pregnancy or having children, they are forced to leave their jobs. Um, and many experts have talked about how not having more women in the workplace is a misuse of amazing talent, and that, that South Korean women uh, who have some of the highest education educational attainment end up having the least amount of employment opportunities or job promotions and any positions in management. So there's a lot of conversation about what's happening. But the discrimination isn't just due to Korean and business. Uh, some of the biggest stigmas against women are based largely on looks and unrealistic beauty standards. Uh, South Korea's makeup and beauty brand and industry has become an international market, and much of the advertising is about being the perfect woman, and that includes uh, complexion of skin, all of that. In fact... Uh, Women with short haircuts are often targets of harassment and ridicule, um, ridiculing them, saying that they're lesbians. And even if they are, I don't understand why that's the thing, but they continue to harass them for that to the point that many women have run away. And it has kind of become a symbol uh, for women and feminism to have that short haircut. And yeah, even if you're an Olympian with a short haircut, you're not protected. They will come after you as well. And we've seen that happen. But with all of that, uh, not so great news comes those who do bring some uh, light to this. Uh, As much backlash feminism may have gotten, it can't be denied that there are those who are pushing forward. Uh, South Korea had one of the most successful Me Too movements in Asia, holding many officials accountable for their harassment in the workplace. That includes them losing jobs, uh, being taken off of political seats, all of that. So
0: some things are happening. In 2019, South Korea had a escape the corset Movement where women publicly rejected the Korean beauty standards. Activists and photographers like Jeon Bora have done several exhibitions to quote destroy the socially defined idea of a woman, which is what she told NPR. And after the stabbing of a woman in 2016, many women came together in movements to spread awareness of the wide prevailing harassment, including the practice of morka or filming women in bathrooms or upskirt shots, where most of the predators are men and oftentimes are released with little to no consequences. And all the while, a woman who took a picture of a man who often left a classroom naked after modeling nude for art school uh, posted it online. She was charged with jail time.
2: Right. It was really significant because nobody had been given this type of sentence, but because this man who was known for publicly flashing women— in the after leaving class, was mad that it was posted. And so the judge gave her a harsh sentence of actual jail time. And movements like these are still happening, including the 4B movement. According to different reports, uh, 4B may have started many years ago, but the beginning of its popularity may have come around 2016 with the original idea of the hashtag no marriage lifestyle, which became a little more complex, becoming more like boycotting men and reproductive labor altogether. Um, so the estimated number of participants have been skewed from 5,000 to 50,000 people. The title for B is a breakdown of the four no's, or B, the word in Korean, which represents um, as the following, B-sex, no sex, b chol no child-rearing, b no dating, and b no marriage to men. So the idea is that there has been no sex, no child rearing, no dating, and no marriage to men, no heterosexual marriage to men, essentially. And in this movement, there was two women, Jung Se-young and Park Hana, two uh, who were the ones behind the hashtag no marriage movement. And obviously, this idea has become more popular uh, with their outspokenness of the movement. I believe they have a YouTube channel. I don't know if it's still going, but they did anyway. And then the novel turned movie, uh, Kim Ji Young, born 1982, has brought a lot of awareness to the movement as well and kind of started a new wave. And I think this will happen in like 2019, so it's been recent. Yeah.
0: Can I rant for a sec? Please. could be seen as the counter-movement of the il be, uh, which came out around 2014 and is an anti-feminist group that assumes that women are gold-digging, shallow humans that benefit from additional rights and privileges, um, like uh, not being required to serve in the national military. The 4B movement is about women finding emotional and financial independence from men, advising women to save money on not buying, quote, self-fashioning labor to be able to live independently, in the future. And many of the 4B women feel this lifestyle is the only way to have autonomy in South Korea and to push back on the misogyny of the country.
2: Right. And even if the women in the country may not follow all the ideas of the 4B movement, many feel similarly about the idea of marriage within the country. With the possibility of the current government dismantling the progress that was made earlier, such as abolishing of the Ministry of Gender Equality and Family, many women are turning away from the idea of family and children altogether. Uh, The birth rate for the country has become the lowest in the world, um, and the government really is not helping the situation. So with things like the national birth map, which many women see as an offensive tool that treats people with uteruses like livestock um, and yeah there's been a lot of uh, programs to try to incentivize women getting pregnant is interesting and with many challenges organizations like 4B faces um, as the terrifying misogynistic environment that the government seems to be fostering they have challenges within the group as well uh, they seem to be more focused on the issues as a single issue of gender And we know that can be a problem, cis women, specifically just cis women, and uh, not always being inclusive on the trans community. Again, this is a newer organization that we're talking about, so I'm not really sure the bigger picture. And And maybe for those in South Korea or involved in that, activism can let us know. But there has been talk that there feels like there's an exclusionary part to the trans community. You know, and if we learned anything from history, focusing solely on an issue instead of looking at the intersectionality of these issues will lead to more problems and very little action. So hopefully they will kind of come together and see that understanding that it's not just a single thing, but in order to
0: dismantle it, you have to dismantle all of the things. Right. 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 But there is a lot happening in the country um, as the marginalized community in South Korea continues to fight against the oppression, which has been supported outright by the current government, and many are coming out to publicly show their support of the movement against this oppression. In 2022, protests occurred throughout the country to show the people's disapproval of President Yoon's actions and policies, and organizations like 4 and HAIL, which is Korean for tsunami, uh, continue to advocate for the people in these communities. As the leader of Hale, Lee told NPR, what makes me hopeful are my fellow feminist friends seeing women like me who have short hair with no makeup and women's rights protest that show that we are not alone. Yeah, and we will continue to watch
2: what's going on because I feel like, A lot of the uh, countries are going through similar things at this point in time with our government. Yeah. And we're no strangers to uh, seeing what's happening, feeling those oppressive ideals as well. But we wanted to keep tabs on what is going on. And hopefully there'll be some good news. There always typically is, even if it feels dark. Yes.
0: It's always, look for the lights, Mente. You know the the whole thing. I try. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, yeah, we'll we'll definitely check back in on this. And if anybody is participating in this, knows more about this uh, in South Korea or around the world, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at Momstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram and TikTok at stuffmomnevertoldyou. You You can also find us on YouTube. Um, Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina our executive producer, Maya, and our frequent contributor researcher, TikTok, TikToker extraordinaire, Joey. Yes, yes, yes. Thank y'all. Yes, and thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, you can check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC.
2: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist.